0: Hi everyone, I'm Julie. And I'm Jenny with a G. We're cousins and best friends. Who live on opposite ends of the country, so we decided to start a podcast. Welcome to Care Funny. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Well, well Wednesday. When you this would be Wednesday. <laughs> correct, correct. That is correct. Um, your hair looks really cute. Oh, thank you because I
1: think it looks
0: insane. Oh. Why? I was you got on and I was like, "Oh, look at her hair. It's so cute." I mean, <laughs> I like it. Well,
1: thanks. As long as you like it. You got to see it, girl, cuz this is a lot.
0: It looks cute and you like I don't think that our podcast recording whatever program has these settings, so I assume it's just your face. Like you look like like you're wearing Like, you know, on Zoom where you could do like a filter where it's like touch up my appearance, it looks like you have that filter selected, but we're not on Zoom. No filters. Hashtag face. Like, hello. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm over here with like mascara smudges under my eyes and stuff. (laughs) I went to a wedding last night and. Oh, we're still recovering, eh? Ma'am. Oof. Look, look. I just want to say, first of all, um, alcohol is the devil's drink.
1: <laughs> You're right, Mary
0: Clarence. Uh,
1: You're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, and also part of the reason why we partook in so much was because it was very cold last night and it was outside. And I know people are like, how could it be very cold? This was like two hours away from L.A. in like kind of like a mountainy area. Mm. So it was colder than L.A. would be. And yes, there were heat lamps and all of that stuff. But the the fact is that we were cold and I convinced (laughs) myself and many other people that the best way to not be cold was by drinking a lot of tequila.
1: Oh, my God. Thank you for being here today, because what you just described sounds like a funeral instead of a wedding.
0: Yeah, and it was, I mean, yeah, I I don't, like, I don't remember parts of the night. um, I injured myself at one point, um, girl, like, I have, like, you know what? I don't I don't even want to talk about it. Um but anyway, it's now almost seven PM and I am just now getting to a point where I feel like I can be a person. Um but it was uh it was rough. It was rough.
1: I can't even imagine. Yeah. Well so, welcome thank welcome you. to
0: today and welcome to So all of that to, to say evening. that you look great and glowy and I feel like uh, death and not glowy or great. Like mm-hmm, yeah. it was one of those things where, like, I woke up and like, m- like I could see the effects of the like alcohol in my skin. Like Oof. my skin was looking oh, like, God. like my skin was looking like dehydrated. Like, like it is. I just I was like, I need, I need, I need like essences. Up. I need some moisture. Yes. What's happening with my face? I need to do a face mask. Like, who? Like, um,
1: legitimately, yeah. I've noticed that. When I'm about to take the shot of tequila, Mm. my throat is like, girl, no, do not do not. And (laughs) so I have it. I don't drink that much to begin with, but truly like in this time that we've been, it's like maybe once a week, if that, if I'm with people. But the other night we actually went out and. um, Why are you
0: saying that like you're surprised you go out every night? No, I do not. Okay. You go out many times a week.
1: We do, but we went to a theater Donna, oh, okay. to go watch the uh, live version of a Christmas Carol, which I've never seen. But I've seen a lot of different versions on TV, like Scrooge. Never seen one of a re- Christmas Carol. And not live, I'm saying.
0: Oh, no. oh, like, oh, okay. But yeah, you, yeah. Oh, I, I like, know wait. the story. Got yeah, it. yeah, I
1: know the story. But sure, sure. Not to see a production solely of the Christmas, a Christmas Carol, named that. It was so beautiful. And then afterwards, we decided to go out to this little spot. And I had said that... Um, we ain't gotta worry about nothing because um we cute, you know. I said, don't worry about the bill, I'm sure it'll be taken care of. And I just said that facetiously. But they people started buying us shots and they gifted us champagne like it was it was an incredible evening of just being just out there but even then they had given us a shot of tequila tequila and I took it And I was like I can't I couldn't even finish it and then the second time they want to do shots I was like I need a lemon drop y'all I can't do
0: tequila Mm -hmm.
1: I can't (laughs) tequila is not where where I thrive
0: see here's the thing I don't actually have like you know, some people are like, oh my God, like I have some friends who will never drink tequila or like some people are the same with like gin or whatever. Everyone has their like thing that they think they can't drink. I'm not really like that. Like, I'm not like, oh, I drank vodka and I had a really bad experience. I'm not going to drink vodka again. The thing is I have had great experiences with all alcohols and I've had really bad experiences with all alcohols. So, I'm equal opportunity, um, <laughs> and I can't say that, like, oh, tequila messes me up more than such and such. It's like, no, in if I'm drinking anything in the quantities that I sometimes drink things, they will mess me up, uh, especially last night. Last night just happened to be tequila because that's what they were serving at the wedding, mm. and yeah, girl, it was... Uh,
1: I don't know, I I applaud you, but tequila, it is the one that I'm like, "Mm -mm, no thanks,
0: can't do it. It's, um, as I get older, you know, when I was in college, I never was hungover, ever. And I drink a lot in college, (laughs) more than I drink now, like a lot more. And um, I never got a hangover until probably like my late 20s, (laughs) It's when my body was like, Girl, (laughs) you need to lock it up, and especially now. Like Richard and I, I mean, you've seen our place. We have a massive bar, but we don't drink like on a regular basis because it's just the two of us. And like when COVID first started, I will say we were drinking like one or two cocktails and uh, like a week at home, and we didn't used to do that. It actually probably went up to like three or four cocktails a week. March, 2020 was a rough time, but, uh, <laughs> for us all for us all. Yes. But, um, after that, like period of going crazy, like we really don't drink that much. Like now it's like maybe like two or three drinks a month. And that's why we have such a large bar. Cause we actually don't drink the alcohol that we buy. <laughs> like we just have it. And, um, so all that to say that my tolerance is quite low these days and um you know things happened but we had fun and uh i'm gonna try to not drink ever again just Uh, maybe maybe until 2022
1: i love it that's always like the promise like i'll never do it again next on seat on screen y'all it is the new movie on netflix called love hard and i begged (laughs) i begged julie to watch this movie y'all i loved it and i don't know if she loved it her face doesn't give me such a feeling but i love this movie i thought it was so cute and funny and um Background and, and Julie will give you a, a more distinct um, play-by-play. But in essence, well, uh, since when who you always it? you always do the background, you do oh my it more. Yeah. So um, in essence, this film, <laughs> I call it a film. It is about it is a, a woman who um, meets a guy online on a like a Tinder esque app, and they really connect. So she decides they're going. She's going to surprise him in New York, y'all. When she shows up. And meets a man who is not this man at all whatsoever. Um, she's upset and wants to leave, but he convinces her to stay so she can try to get the guy who he used his picture to catfish her with. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, amazing.
0: Yeah. So you really just jumped right in there. <laughs> um, didn't let me say anything about the film. Um, I also call it a film. I- <laughs> <laughs> it's a film <laughs> Don't know what. It's we'll <laughs> a <good> uh, <laughs> Usually we get really upset and Be like this is not a film This is like That's a movie true. <laughs> I, I, I mean sure Um I know I thought it was cute I liked it um I from when the trailer Came out a few weeks ago or whatever I don't remember when it, the trailer came out a month ago Um I thought it looked really cute Just from the trailer and so I was excited to watch it Um And I watched it a few days ago, and I found it really enjoyable. It also, I love this in a film. It's short. Yes, that's great. (laughs) Um, I feel like I had some good laughs. I don't remember any of them at this time. Yeah, that's the only problem. Like, I don't. Here's the thing. It's not my favorite movie of all time, like that. No, but that's fine. Yeah, but but for given the quality the the variety uh, in quality of the netflix rom-coms that we've watched this is one of one of the better ones for sure um and it was like like the two leads are people who i feel like they don't really do like we don't really see them in stuff or like no. in rom-coms so that was kind of nice
1: yeah someone told me that the the woman lead was in Vampire Vampire Diaries. Diaries. Okay, yes. So I never watched that, so I don't have any... I didn't either. ...kind of background on what she was... Like, someone said, I didn't think she'd be that good in this because of Vampire Diaries. I guess that's more serious
0: or something? Girl, I don't know. I don't watch Vampire
1: Diaries either. I have no idea. I thought she was funny. I thought... um, I'm trying... I feel like most of the funny ones were from the male lead. Now I can't even remember their names.
0: So (laughs) Was it Ben? Girl, I truly could not tell you his name. Could that tell you what it is?
1: Um,
0: what is his name? Kevin. It's, <laughs> no, no, it's not Kevin. I made that up. Let me look <laughs> it up. Let me just look it up. Um, okay. So her name is Natalie. Really? Okay. No. Oh, I yeah. That I remember. doesn't sound right to me. I remember when he was like, Natalie. Yes, I remember. His it. name is Josh. Josh, 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 Josh. Okay. Which also, I just, I don't feel like that's correct. And what's the other guy's name? Oh, that guy? His name is Tag. <laughs> Tag. Okay.
1: I hated that name.
0: I Nobody will say Nobody is named Tag. I, I hate that
1: name because... It just doesn't even suit him. That's what kills me about some of these names that they pick. I feel like maybe there is like an, like a random name thing that people have to use so that they don't accidentally name a character after someone they know in real life. But I do not like the name tag. I don't think I could ever be like, ooh, tag's so hot. Like, yeah, tag is a weird, it's a weird name. Isn't tag like short for like, Is it short for something? Is it short for something? Like, is it like one of those nicknames for like Ted or something? Tag? Or uh, Theodore? I don't know. I feel like why would people actually name their kid Tag if it's not a nickname for something else?
0: Girl, I don't know. That is a great question. Um... I truly couldn't tell you. Um, I just, whenever I think of Tag, I always think of Friends, actually, because that was the first time I ever heard someone named Tag. Remember Tag? On Rachel? where? Friends? Oh,
1: yeah. His name was Tag, too. That's what I'm saying. It's just
0: weird. Let me Google what kind of name is <laughs> <Yeah>. Tag.
1: <laughs> when I look
0: up Tag, it says like, I put Tag oh. nickname like, Okay, here it is. Irish name. Yeah, no, sorry, Irish people. You're going to be upset because apparently it's a real name in Ireland. <laughs> it means handsome. Okay, well, I mean, I feel like you've got
1: to be handsome if you're rocking the name Tag. Like, all right. Well, either way, I I really enjoyed it. There, it I am... Laughing to myself because I remember I laughed out loud, but I can't remember what jokes <laughs> those
0: were. I, I mean, yeah, it, it it was a cute movie. Like, uh, spoiler alert: they fall in love um, <laughs> after after Josh coaches her on how to win over tag tag is like super into climbing and out other outdoorsy stuff and And natalie is not oh and me and me and hunting natalie is a vegetarian um and she's not a climber she does not climb um but she tries to transform herself into this like outdoorsy person who loves meat why in order to win over tag because tag is traditionally hot
1: yes okay i will say one thing that was funny and i remember was she is she is a traditionally beautiful person Uh and so she matched with tag's picture so when she finds out that tag is real after finding out that josh lied to her she's gonna try to seduce him but she has this weird allergy to kiwi and she talked about it at the beginning of the film and then she goes to a bar and she makes sure that everybody knows about this Kiwi allergy everywhere she goes. But at the bar, she takes some shots so she could get the courage to do karaoke in front of tag. And then she's doing it and she looks all sexy. And then they're all looking at her weird. And when they turn the camera for her, turning her face to the mirror, I literally laughed because her face had ballooned up like in the movie hitch. When he was yep. so allergic. I was going to say it was a hit- Moment, <laughs> And then she freaks out and then turns out like she's super allergic to the kiwi so she needs to get an EpiPen and then when she wakes up she's in a vet's office because Josh didn't know where to take her and I thought that was really
0: funny. Yeah, he said the hospital was too far away. Um, I thought that was really funny. However, as someone who has weird allergic reactions all the time to things because my body is trying to destroy me there is no way that she would not have felt that her face was the way it was. Oh, yeah. But but it was a funny moment. Um, and, yeah, that was cute. Overall, it's cute. I do think that, like, it, I mean, it, listen, it's like a, you know, lighthearted uh, Christmas rom-com. So this is our, is this our On Christmas Netflix. movie of our... Of our yes, of, of, our, of our season, uh, of our season, yeah, it is. Um, and and that was cute, uh, because basically the like big thing that happens is that uh, not tag. Josh's brother comes home. Uh, Josh's brother, played by Harry Shum Jr., and his brother brings his wife home, and they're like very annoying people. But basically, his brother is like always used to being like the golden child, you know, whereas Josh is like not that and he's just kind of like always in his brother's shadow and Josh takes this opportunity to sort of one up his brother by pretending or he he asks Natalie to pretend that he's his she's his girlfriend and then um he proposes to her in order to take the, steal the thunder (laughs) away from his brother, who has announced that he is, that they're with child or something. I don't know. That was such
1: a weird moment. (laughs) He was like, I have to one-up him. Like, why? It was so
0: weird. It was so weird. Um, I, I think ultimately, like, it was cute that, you know, obviously at the end they get together and she realizes that, like, she's been in love with him the whole time, but... I will say, part of it is, like, okay, so she falls for this dude, like, they're, you know, she lives in Los Angeles, he lives in Lake Placid, New York, and they've been talking this whole time, like, on the phone, um, texting all day, like, really falling for each other, really sharing, like, a lot of stuff, and she's doing this thinking that she is, that he looks like this other guy, right? So, when she goes to New York and realizes that she was catfished in this way, that's really hurtful. I totally get that. But then she decides to, like, stay and to help him while he helps her and whatever, right? Why? I feel like it took her too long to be like, hey, I actually really love this guy. Because, girl, you know, he wasn't, like, all your interactions from before were still, they still happened. Right. Yeah. So
1: it's interesting you're saying this because I am somebody who has what you would call an online persona through my adventures on Clubhouse and really making bonds with people on something that is literally an audio app. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's I will say very shocking how fast you can connect with somebody because you're sharing so much. And it's almost like you have to cross this almost invisible line of reality to say you have to believe everything I say because there's nobody else to prove it otherwise. So all you have is a picture and someone's voice. But I will say before you hop on a plane to meet anybody, you should do a video chat and they could still be liars because liars still do exist. You can have a whole deep intimacy with somebody through these apps, talking to them, texting them, and they can tell you everything they want. And then you find out that it's not real later. So you got, you you have to protect yourself as much as you can. But I think one of her biggest issues that she had was that she jumped the gun too fast. And then he should have, apologize in a way that made more sense. Cause he kind of was just like, oops, I kind of got caught my bad, but tags a real person and you should have just loved me because this is really me. I think that they should have just maybe started trying to get to know each other better when they got in person. That's just my, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, I, I think, I don't know. I mean, it was cute, but, like, it, it's one of those movies that's, like, cute, but don't think about it too much, because you're like... Yes! <laughs> <laughs> this requires a lot of, like, suspension of disbelief, but... Yeah. To that end, I also have never app dated. Um <laughs> Tell Lucky. me about you. <laughs> I know. Um, I can't imagine it. So, like, I, I guess... And, and she sort of set up in the beginning of the, f- the film as someone who's dated a lot, especially on these apps. And, like, um, there's a lot of, like, oh, this guy used a picture of himself from 20 years ago or, like, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, people not representing themselves in the, in the honest way. Would you, as someone who has dated on apps, f- would you say that that is an accurate portrayal? Like, does that happen a lot? Where people yes. are lying about themselves and, like, you yes. meet them and they're like, what? Yes.
1: It is really? a lot. Now, to be fair, I haven't met a lot of them in person because right. we find it out during the oh. during the pre-meet. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot. Like, why I think I loved it so much. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so real. Um, you know, you... You try to, I will say this, there's a certain level of protection that you have to put on because you don't know who these people are. But then you're like, well, I'm going to put these pictures up and then we're going to exchange phone numbers. Well, then I start noticing like every time you send me a picture, you're never smiling and all your online persona, right? Your Facebook and your Instagram You only started them when you started on the dating app, right? Because some of them say, I'm not really into social media, so I only started all of this at the same time. So people don't think I'm a catfish. I'm like, but that makes you look like a catfish.
0: (laughs) Um, So would you think someone's a catfish um, if they had no social media at all or if they started their social media right when they started online dating? Like, which one is more catfishy? The second option
1: starting social media at the same time that they're on the dating app. So all their stuff, like, Mm. one, I met him, what, on their, like, June, June, right? Mm -hmm. June, let's say June 15th. And his first pictures on social media were June 14th or Mm. 13th. And you're like, wait a minute. And then there's no, like... It's just weird. It's, it's a weird setup. I would say on Clubhouse too, they have these bios, right? So you read people's bios and then they have it connected to either Twitter or Instagram. You go on their Instagram and they have like one picture and it's like, well, why aren't you showing your face in any of the pictures, right? And that's men and women. I'll say that too, cause there's some women catfish, of course. Hey. Um, so to me, seeing that the old pictures, people are catfishing literally using pictures from 10 years ago i see it in professional settings too where uh-huh. people will submit a headshot and i think we talked about this back in january they'll submit a headshot that don't look nothing <laughs> like that. not a little ounce. that looks like their daughter right or their son um other folks like they just won't like when we ask them to join on a zoom, mm-hmm. there's always an excuse not to get on video at this point in time. Everybody should be on video at least once
0: mm-hmm. before you
1: meet up with them. So it it's a weird space because That's you want to be genuine, but I also know I don't tell people everything. Right. So am I catfishing if I'm not divulging that information? I don't think so, but to them, they kind of have their own truth, right? Well, even though it's not a current picture, it doesn't mean that it's not a picture of me. right? Or they're like, well, he's my close friend. So <laughs> it was better. But one of my friends, his picture was used on someone else's account. Oh. And it was sent to me. And I was like, oh my God, that is my friend. And so, yeah, somebody found his what? information and used his picture. It was like on
0: a, what? On a sugar daddy's Oh, my God. It's crazy. That's why I make sure that all pictures of me are very unattractive. So no one will use me for cat.
1: (laughs) Don't do that. But now let me tell you something. This is a feature I've been seeing on Instagram. Now, I don't know y'all, but all I'm saying is this is a feature I've been seeing where it's on their story and it says like. Add a picture, right? Of multiple people saying, and in particular, it's a picture right now I've seen a lot of people do. Show a picture of you as a child with your, that encompass your personality. Your current
0: energy. Yeah, yeah. Your current energy. And
1: I'm like, y'all have got to stop participating in this because what I think is going to happen is that they're going to be collecting Mm. all these pictures and on the, on the, crazy side, where I start thinking about this, we're going to end up giving people so much of our information, so much of our pictures that we're not going to even have copyright to our picture, right? Because right now, as it stands, we can still use a picture that is ours that we took, that we posted, that people have to ask for permission. They're not. They're going to have a database of all these pictures. On top of that, all the catfish that are looking for new pictures, Mm -hmm. they just get them from there. So... I don't know y'all like I will say one time I was talking to somebody and I I felt that the picture didn't match the voice. We never video chatted but I I ended all conversation before we even got close to anything really serious. But then I went out and I saw somebody who looked like the picture. So I was like, is that him? Turns out it wasn't him. I I looked at the picture again, but it was very like close. And I'm like, well, what if that happens? If you see somebody, do you go talk to them? Do you show them like, this is who I've been talking to. It's a Mm -hmm. terrible thing to be catfish. And I just, when I saw that part when Josh gets caught, I did not feel sorry for Josh. I think that it no, is no. so dis- disrespectful. Like, just be yourself. Like, yes. It it sucks that we have to like almost present ourselves better than what we are, so mm-hmm. that people would be interested. But at the same time, it hurts so much to be lied to by somebody that you think that you have an intimate closeness with.
0: Yes, so yes. and I I get so. that. I will say one part that I I did like a lot was um so they kind of set it up as like Josh saying he used Tag's pictures because Tag is like a very conventionally attractive guy and. When he was using his own pictures on the app, nobody swiped right on him or whatever. Um, And then when he started using tags, a bunch of people started matching with him. And so we kind of take that at face value. Like um, the actor who plays Josh is like a little like nerdier looking than the actor who plays Tag, whatever. Um, And then later on in the film, Natalie's like, well, let me see... What pictures you had up at first? Like I, I want to, I want to help you with your dating profile. These are perfect. Materials. Yes, and so all of the pictures that he had put up before, he so he's not smiling in any of them, and they all look like pictures of someone who's going to murder you. Like in one of them, <laughs> now I don't remember, but like in one of them he has like, he he had, like a rope, he had a a rope, a wrench,
1: and. A candlestick like or something? Oh, but, oh, yo, oh, it no, it was an axe. it was an axe. It was an axe, a rope, and a wrench. <laughs> she goes, "Are these all the the weapons that were used to kill uh, Colonel Mustard?" Like oh, it was yeah. so. <laughs> yeah it was it's like who holds a rope in a picture and it's like the yeah, yeah, that's the one that's the one yeah he was like
0: i was just trying to make it seem like i was like dependable or whatever outdoorsy i don't know (laughs) it was really funny and then because she tells him like you know you have such a great smile and you're not smiling in any of these pictures uh and also you look like you're gonna murder someone like of course (laughs) no one's gonna match with you and so i liked that that was like, I liked that they didn't let him use that as an excuse, like, oh, well, no one ma- matched with me before when I was using my old pictures, because, like, the truth is that, like, people, all sorts of people find other people attractive. Like, there's no, like, one thing, despite what Hollywood wants to tell you, like, mm-hmm. regular-looking people obviously are out here meeting each other and falling in love like that's how it works and the reason he wasn't getting matches is not because he wasn't a model it's because he looked like a serial killer so i thought that was really cute and then at the end like he's he like uh makes his profile again and like adds the pictures like really really cute pictures where he's smiling and he matches with her and then they like fall in love and whatever it's cute the
1: only thing, well, it's not even like a thing, but I guess it's my question. Sure. Uh huh. Her biggest thing is that Die Hard, Die Hard is, is the Christmas best movie. Christmas movie, and, uh-huh. and so you said that as if you—it's a statement of truth that Di-
0: Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie.
1: Okay, it's, um, let's. Can we explore? Can we? Can I ask follow-up questions? Sure. Why is it a Christmas
0: movie? Why is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, because number one it takes <laughs> place during Christmas. Does it not? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. And without Christmas. This actually came up on a different podcast I was listening to. Um, But I also just going back a second, one of my best friends, um, he is a huge Die Hard fan and Die Hard is his favorite Christmas movie. He, he also loves Christmas. And so like he has like Die Hard, like Christmas decorations and like, he's got a whole thing. And uh, for a few years he was doing like a Christmas party that was Die Hard themed like you would wa- like they would put it on in the background or whatever. I don't what, mm-hmm. I don't remember. But so I've had these conversations with him for like 10 years, <laughs> almost 10 years now. Um, okay. And so background, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dramatic. Just history. So I will say I used to be like you or anybody or any normal person who maybe hasn't seen Die Hard, Die Hard in a bit because I never thought of it as such. I was like Die Hard is on a Christmas movie it's Die Hard it's an action movie. And then, you know, in talking to him and rewatching it a few times I was like, "Oh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's an action movie, but it's a Christmas movie." Um so that's the background on that. But if if Die Hard if Christmas di- wasn't happening, right? Yes. The events of the film would not happen.
1: Okay. So it only happens on Christmas.
0: No, like the reason Die Hard happens the way it does is because John McClane, a.k.a. Bruce Willis, is traveling to Los Angeles to spend Christmas with his wife, who is he, who he is estranged from. And he goes to her office, which is having a Christmas party. And during the Christmas party is when all of the events of Die Hard take place.
1: Okay, but does it end on Christmas or does it end on Boxing Day?
0: All right, now, ma'am. It, just, I just—I mean, I'm just. It I ends, mean, no, it ends on Christmas because the the Christmas party is not on Christmas Day. No one's at a work Christmas party on Christmas Day. Whatever. The point is, I don't think that I don't think ending on Christmas is what makes something a Christmas movie. Obviously, it does because somebody has what? to. You gotta finish the Christmas joy. No, my point is, like, Christmas could happen in the middle of a, uh, the movie, and it'd still be a Christmas movie, right? I didn't. I mean, I've never heard of this. I've never Christmas heard of this rule of the movie has to end on Christmas Day.
1: Most of all, Christmas movies end on Christmas Day. I don't believe they usually that. start. Start 12 days before Christmas. If you I don't believe
0: that. I don't believe all that. Right, and all right. All right. Remember last year we watched it. Happiest Season? That was, that was a Christmas movie,
1: right? That was a Christmas movie and it ended on Christmas.
0: It ended on Christmas? I thought it was after Christmas. Whatever. The point is way, Die Hard is a Christmas um, movie, and that's I just, her, it's, it's her I just favorite Christmas It's her favorite Christmas movie, and his favorite Christmas movie is Love is Actually. actually. And arguably, actually not arguably, a truly trash movie. Um, that, <laughs> oh my God. That, like, why does Love Actually get to be a Christmas movie?
1: Because it ends on Christmas. Actually, it ends on New Year's when the comes back.
0: See? I think because there's a Christmas wish. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Whatever. I whatever. Love, We're talking too much too much about this. I
1: love Love Actually, as you all know. Um, but you I also we
0: talked about this. I know I thought you also didn't love it the way I did. No, 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 yeah. no.
1: I love it. I still have critiques of it, but I still love Love Actually.
0: Okay, okay. That's fine. Live your life.
1: <laughs> but watch the movie. It's Love Hard on Netflix, y'all. It's available for streaming.
0: Wait, Jenny, oh my god, I'm so dumb. What? I just learned why it's called Love Hard. Love Actually and Die Hard. Oh, I
1: just got that too. Right? Look at that. Oh, look at that! Look at that! There it is. Love Hard, Die Hard, Love Actually, Love hard so works out cool
0: it's better than die actually yeah that- <laughs> <laughs> that's the sequel oh my good that's cute
1: um what did you find on the internet for us did you find anything on the internet for
0: us i have some uh am i the asshole we didn't do this last time so bringing it back to our roots Okay, so, do you want to choose or do you want me to choose? You choose. Okay, I'll choose. Dealer's choice, as they say. Yes. Um, so, am I the asshole for throwing... Nope, that's not the right one. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Start over. I was on the wrong tab. Am I the asshole for calling my brother-in-law out for his weaponized incompetence and calling him pathetic at dinner? These do you, you know what weaponizing competence is? <laughs> no. Okay, so uh, just real that. quick. Weaponizing competence, and I think it's great that more people are talking about it now, is when I'm not going to say this is what happens all the time, but traditionally it's guys doing it. So, like, if a guy is like, oh, I'm going to help you clean the bathroom, but then does a really shitty job at it so that you ca- you have to go back in and do it yourself – and they train you to think that they're bad at a thing so that you just do the thing. Mm. Um, so they are weaponizing their incompetence. They're not actually really bad at cleaning the bathroom. It's not that you're better at cleaning the bathroom. It's that they don't want to clean the bathroom and so they're doing a shitty job. Some people do this without even realizing that's what they're doing. Mm. But um, I know my my brother... God, my brothers used to do this all the time. They still might do it. We're like... If they wanted... Uh, like a dinner or something. Or, I don't know. This is like a not necessarily a factual scenario, but it's similar to this. Like they want dinner, and they have my mom make them a plate because she's better at it than they are. Like, bitch, you can make your own damn plate. You Come can on. make your plate. Come on Come now. On. So anyway, that's weaponizing competence. People do it at work sometimes too. Like mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, it's usually used um, in a misogynistic way to like because of course patriarchy um anyway so let's get back to it can uh, you read the title again yes i can <laughs> thank you such a long way sure, sure. am i the asshole for calling my brother-in-law out for his weaponized incompetence and calling him pathetic at dinner okay so i female You're not. nope i mean <laughs> we'll see but I, female 24, have a sister, female 32, who has a husband, male 38, who is the poster child of weaponized incompetence. They have four kids, Mm -mm. 10, 8, 5, and 3. And she's pregnant. Oh, my oh, God. Goodbye. She's 32 and she has four kids and a fifth on the way. No, no. I'm already upset. <laughs> and this is not even the point. Ooh, okay. And she started at 22. Yes. Um, My sister works a full time job, 40 plus hours a week, cleans her entire house, cooks, takes care of all of her children without him doing anything. No, it is seriously mind-blowing that she wakes up at like 4 a.m., cooks breakfast, does chores, gets all of her kids ready for school, takes them all to school and daycare, and all he does is stay home and work. And when his kids get home, after my sister picks them up, of course, he will play with them for a little and play video games until he falls asleep. What? She actually makes more than him. My fiancé, male 26, and I had to stay with them for six weeks. While our home was being renovated and since we both work from home, we helped her and it is amazing how much happier she is when she has help. Aww. I helped with the kids and my fiance even drove her to her doctor's appointments. Her husband literally only acknowledges he is a parent when his family is around. Then he is a god-fearing, hard-working father of five. He is the one who he is the one that wanted more kids. Oh god, she wanted to stop after her last baby, but he needed more boys. Wow, I'm going to die. No, I am seriously concerned not only for her, but her kids as well, because now her oldest is seeing what's happening and trying to help. But my sister is prideful and refuses to let her child do anything. Me and this man have never got along. He's been acting like this since their eight year old was born. I've tried talking to her about leaving, but she doesn't want her kids to grow up in a broken home. And unfortunately, her experience with our parents divorce was completely different than mine. So she doesn't understand that a divorce would benefit her kids here because she thinks they need their mom and dad together. Cut to this past weekend, her and her husband threw a pre-Thanksgiving potluck where our entire family and his was there. I stayed with my sister a few days before because I knew she would, because I knew he wouldn't help. So we're at dinner, all talking, and I mentioned we are trying for a baby. And my brother-in-law makes an off-handed comment to him about how hard fatherhood is and i snapped and said like you would know <laughs> he met he looked taken aback and asked me what i meant and i unloaded on him <laughs> okay calling him a pathetic excuse for a man who makes my wow who makes my eight months pregnant sister do everything for their family i went off for a solid 10 minutes and he, ten minutes is a long time when you are laying into someone and he sat there shrinking in his seat i left Last night, my sister called me and thanked me for standing up for her, and told me she appreciated me. Although today, I got a very nasty text from him telling me I'm a terrible person because I lied in front of his family. His mom is angry at him and is moving in with them to help her out. Wow! And I've, I've made him the laughing stock of his family. He certainly thinks so, but am I the asshole for doing this? Um. Wow. Wait. No. His mom is moving in with them to help his wife out. This doesn't, I feel like, do you see what I mean? Like the mom is enabling the behavior, right? Like,
1: or, or the mom is like, oh, I need to see this in action type of thing to call him that
0: also, but it seems like the reason, the the reason he is this way is because his mom does everything for him, including now moving into his home to be a husband to his wife because he can't. That is crazy. I got tired I from reading this, from yeah. reading about this woman's life.
1: Ooh, wait. Now, obviously, you're not an asshole. No. I mean, I will never say a woman's an asshole for calling a man out on his shit. <laughs> but I think I I would really be interested to see what is going to happen. I wish we could have updates on these people, um, particularly because he's doing this and the, mo- the wife thanked her so the wife is seeing this and never had the i mean from this story of course we don't know if she's ever had a conversation with him or called him out on it so i just find it fascinating
0: it is wild and i really hope i mean at least she has her sister to like sort of tell her like yo this guy ain't shit because i i feel like like yeah divorce can be hard on children but you know what else is hard um them watching you literally just like kill yourself working and taking care of all of them and not having time for like your own spirit to, like to feed your your you know like your brain your creativity like there's no time for this person because she is literally uh a mom uh a maid Mm-mm. a driver like a chauffeur and a the chauffeur, and the bread the fuck you mean i don't know that's with a fifth child on the way also where do these people live where they have money enough for five children
1: five children plus two more people that lived with you and they had enough room well
0: they were, i know right hello talk about rich five children i like don't know 32 i pretty much they must not have, have always, food
1: alone. loans i'm always gonna be on the side of well y'all made a choice and once people it is very easy to complain about it but to actually it doesn't sound like the wife has said anything to this man and even having the mother-in-law move in i'd be like no you need to get your life right? together
0: yeah mm-hmm. like i i don't know i mean i'm sure she'll appreciate the help but like depending on the relationship she has with her mother-in-law like she maybe this will maybe stress her out even more like yeah this is very sad and also I forgot what I was going to say. So great.
1: Well, I would just say, you know, as I've said on a lot of things, throw that man away, honey, because what is he doing? He doesn't even need to be there. If he's unhelpful, this is one of those moments you need to implement a separation period so that he needs to know how to figure out his life. Because at the end of the day, either you're going to keep doing it. And your family's going to get mad at you or you have to teach him a lesson and he's not going to learn unless you all have a reason for him. Because right now there doesn't seem to be a reason except that you haven't said anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And this, I remember what I was going to say. Like there are unfortunately a lot of scenarios like this where the woman who doesn't want to leave or can't leave or feels like she can't leave because the husband is the breadwinner but this isn't that case. Like, oh. she's making money. Girl, go move in with your sister.
1: <laughs> yeah, move in with your Move by yourself, girl. What, is, what are we looking at? You need a nanny, I'm sure. If you're the breadwinner anyway, I'm sure you can hire a nanny.
0: Yeah, this is upsetting. and I Get that it. man out your
1: house. Get him out. I don't like it.
0: I hate it. And I will say, though, that the after reading that, the title is misleading because this is not weaponized incompetence Mm -mm. he because he's at least unless she didn't include it in this reddit post but weaponized incompetence would be him taking care of the kids and every time he does so he forgets to feed them or he forgets to pick them up at school or whatever and he does such a poor job that his wife just takes over and does it all i don't think that was in here
1: it didn't sound like or it. Or like it sounds he like burns he's dinner. Not.
0: Like, he can't cook. and he he tries just to make He's just not doing it. He's but just a I mean, dick.
1: But maybe, to your point, maybe that's how it was at the beginning. Yeah, maybe it might And be. then she just, like, took it over. But I will say this, and, and this is not to be like, oh, on another hand. But it is to say you don't know what's happening in people's lives. Because I've seen parents in which the... in this point it's a hetero hetero situation but that the father does want to take a role in doing stuff But the child has a dependency on the mom, Mm. and then the mom doesn't want to let go of that dependency. Mm. So when the dad could put the kid to sleep, the kid is screaming for mom, and the mom's like, don't worry, I'll just take care of it. Mm. But when you talk to the mom, the mom's like, oh, I'm so stressed out. But you don't want anybody Mm. to move into this because you want that. I don't know if it's you want it or you just don't want. I don't know. I don't know if it's a codependency or you're just like i don't want to hear the kid scream so i'd rather just do it but there has to be a yeah from the outside perspective a better balance i have found that it's a better balance if both parents or try parents or whatever it is the, the family unit is that people have some kind of you're gonna take care when i'm not available when i'm when i'm here we're both taking care of them or Mm -hmm. all of us are taking care because i don't know parent structures are different nowadays
0: well more power to them i she gets out and they got a fifth one on the way y'all i can't i can't and like being pregnant makes you tired like and she still works i'm so upset i'm so upset so yeah whatever not the asshole this guy is absolutely the asshole and i hope that his wife talks to him more leaves and whatever Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. <laughs> oh, we're almost
1: at we're almost at the end here. What are you looking forward to? Or what brought you joy?
0: Um, what brought me joy was minus the tequila, this wedding I went to last night. Yay. Um it was from my former co-worker, and so I got to see a bunch of my old team, and that was really sweet. And it was a gorgeous setting. Like I'll send you some pics. Um please. It was really pretty. And, yeah, that was nice. We had fun. Um, that brought me joy. And also another thing that brought me joy was last weekend we went to Joshua Tree for Richard's birthday. Hey. Um, we had never been to Joshua Tree, even though it's it's like three hours away from L.A. Um, and it was fun. It, it, I will say that Joshua Tree... So it's the desert and there's a big, you know, there's national park, Joshua Tree National Park, um, which is really pretty. Like, it's really cool. And the actual trees, the Joshua trees are cool to look at or whatever. But the like, there's a lot of people in Los Angeles who are like obsessed with Joshua Tree. They love it. They talk about it all the time. It's their favorite thing to do, whatever. And so we were excited because we'd never been. And after spending a weekend there, we, we realized that. The people who love Joshua Tree are either people who are, like, really into climbing or, like, outdoorsy stuff because of the national park. But more than that, it's people who have never spent significant amount of time in the desert and or have never lived in a small town. Because when I tell you that Joshua Tree is literally just a small town in the desert, where to the point where it feels like the people who get excited about it, it's because they're, like, cosplaying as, like small towners like there's (laughs) like oh there's just this general store and this little diner and the saloon and whatever and we were like it's a few things one Richard has Richard lived in the desert for three almost three years he lived in New Mexico and because of that I spent a lot of time there so I the desert can be gorgeous whatever it's it's there's wonderful air there especially if you're coming from Los Angeles um and also I grew up in a small town I don't need to spend time in a place where like there's one good restaurant like you know so that part was a little like okay so maybe maybe we're not Joshua Tree people I (laughs) would if I'm going to the desert near Los Angeles I'm going to choose Palm Springs because it's the desert same thing but it has like good restaurants and bars
1: but Joshua Tree has that like this is it like a rock formation that's like very colorful is that there I mean, there are rocks. I don't know. I don't know what you mean. I don't know. I've seen this person that posts like this. They call it Joshua Tree, and it's like a mountainside that's like painted and looks really nice. It's very Instagram-y. Okay.
0: Well, I didn't see that, but okay. Let me I see if I you. can find. Um, uh, we didn't see that, but regardless, we you know we tried something new. We went and spent some time there, and our Airbnb was gorgeous. Um, it had a great pool, and thankfully it was pretty warm this weekend. Um, like October, November is a, a good time to go to Joshua tree because it is a little cooler. And by cooler, I mean, it gets into the eighties because you cannot go to the desert in the summertime, girl, mm. Hot as hail. So
1: oh, see, I don't know when I hear desert. I mean, there's just no other way to
0: hear it. Right. It's yeah. That, that's, that's what, it is. that's what it is. But it was it's really pretty. Desert. And we got to watch, like we got to look at the stars and like just stuff that we don't get to do here. Um, so it was just nice to get away. And, what I'm looking forward to... I'll just answer it all, I guess. Um What I'm looking forward to is the one-year anniversary of our podcast. Hey! Woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo! So yeah! We're going to record again next... week. Re-
1: yeah, next re-
0: Sunday, right? Sure.
1: It's on the 28th.
0: Yeah. Well, we got to plan um what we want to do. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's been a fun year. And... I'm excited to see what this next year brings. What about you? What brought you joy or what are you looking forward to? What brought me joy was...
1: It's so funny because I do have a memory of last week and I found it very joyful.
0: (laughs) Well, you got Um, your booster. I, I don't know if that brought I, you was Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't Okay, okay. Joyful. But science? Um,
1: but science, yes. Um, I think one of the things that brought me joy was I got to celebrate another friend um, on a video chat. Like, because now, I mean, we've done video chats because of the pandemic, but now we're doing it because we all live in separate states. So that was really fun to, mm-hmm. you know, um, celebrate them and just have time with them together. Um, and what I'm looking forward to for sure um obviously our our one-year anniversary but for sure thanksgiving i mean i just haven't had like a week to just not look at email for a while it's just it feels good and then i'm thinking about like all the stuff that's to come we're planning a lot 2022 is going to be insane. um but i had some really good conversations today and just you know I don't know what the world will take. Even though it's so funny, I know all these holidays always include people asking me, when are we going to meet your boyfriend? And I get it that people want to know, but I'm just like, I feel like it's so good that I'm so unbothered by it (laughs) (laughs) because I'm like, okay, well why like y'all don't even like people why would you want to meet somebody new Mm -hmm, you know like we're gonna be okay friends um but yeah i'm just excited about a lot of things that are happening next week and um yeah it's just gonna be fun it's a gonna be a fun holiday season
0: yay yay
1: and i'm gonna go see more christmas lights i love going to the parks and seeing the lights i'm super excited for that
0: yay that's great Thanks for listening to Get Funny. We hope you laughed. But if you didn't, we did. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. We killed it. Crushed it.